With the ongoing conflict in Ukraine, EA is calling foul on Russia and removing national teams and pro clubs from recent FIFA and NHL titles. And Pokemon has been killing it lately. They got another new game announcement. We're going to talk all about this stuff and so much more right now on Gaming News Weekly. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Gaming News Weekly, the best weekly video game news show out there. We're here every Monday morning dropping the, the biggest, sweetest, juiciest video game news from the previous week. Uh, my name is Erock the Red. This guy is full clip. What's going on, dude? How are you? Yeah, doing good, Erock. And I know you had an exciting week. I did, dude. I've just been playing. Uh, I've been playing Elden Ring. Just all the time. Not nearly as much as some of my friends, though. I just literally just yesterday, I checked out some of the hours. Uh, my, my best friend, the dude that I do my podcast with, Keith, he um, had racked up uh, 34 hours already since oh, nice. Friday or since, you know, um, you know, since it was released. That was in. So we're recording this early. So that was in like less than a week. Crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm only at about 12 hours, dude. I got to find the time to get this get this in by the time you're hearing this though it's going to be another four days that have passed and i'll be i'm hoping to be double that by then but i'm having a blast have you been watching any video or anything of this game i've seen a little bit of it yeah i'm trying not to get any spoilers because i would like to try it yeah do you like so now that i've played it do you like um like breath of the wild like have you really played played that? that okay it's like it's just a giant like you go anywhere it's a giant open world and like you have the ability you have this horse that you could just ride to any location and um you know just explore it's a ton of exploration the gameplay is super hard still but it is they make it a lot easier by having like more um, respawn points so you're not constantly running back to where you died like the previous games it's like okay you died and then you have to like somehow get back to where um you were but like so it gets to a point where instead of just killing all the enemies that are along the path because they respawn after you die um you just try to run past them snaking in and out mm-hmm. you don't have to do that anymore it's great um but yeah i'm absolutely loving it there's so many secrets so much cool stuff so much cool weapons like the graphics are beautiful so yeah i'm uh i'm a huge elden ring fan so i definitely recommend it sounds like a really good time to be in on the game too when everybody's just figuring it out you can't just like google all the answers yeah no i've looked like there has been like things that i've gotten in the game and i'm like let me see like what this is and like there's no information out yet like it's still like all kind of happening but No, don't get me wrong. There's people that are on, like, you know, probably like New Game Plus Plus that are, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, just crushing it. But um, you been playing anything new, anything exciting? Uh, Just a little bit of Call of Duty. Uh, Playing the new maps, not a whole lot of that. I'm really waiting for, like, this mid-season update that's supposed to bring, like, a war mode back from, uh, I think, World War II had it. I was a big fan of that. But it's going to involve, like, vehicles and things like that. Oh, cool. Yeah, that'll be fun. Have you progressed any further in uh, uh, getting the the camo that you want? Um, not too much. Like I've I've hit a wall where it's like the launchers were so terrible. The last launcher where you got to get like three kill streaks in one yeah. match thirty times. 
yet it's impossible to take out like the few killstreaks there are. Uh, they tried to fix that by making the spy planes come in longer, but okay. they doubled the speed, so now you can't shoot them down at all. It's <laughs> it's silly. They broke it further trying to oh, fix it. Oh man, that's rough. Such is COD. Yep, yep. You'll figure you'll figure it out. There'll be uh, you know you can go buy one of those uh, uh, hacks, dude. So, oh yeah, go buy a well, hack. <laughs> I won't go that far. I will just continue murdering dogs, I guess, on there. <laughs> All right. Um, well, that's exciting. Let's get to what everybody's here for. Let's talk about the the news. Let's talk about the new releases from last week. We're getting we're getting to a point where we're getting more games every week. It's exciting. I actually had like some to you know pick and choose from this week. It wasn't just like here are the two games that are out. So yeah, it was nice. Uh, first up, let's talk about Elex. Is it Alex? How would you say that? Yeah, I don't know. Either I'm gonna one. say Elex because it sounds cool. Elex two, Alex two. I don't know. Alex sounds better because it's like Alex. But it's LX. I've never played the game. I've never played LX One or Elex One, and uh, but now the sequel is out. This is a sequel to a um, you know fairly popular game that came out before, popular in certain circles. Uh, but it's a vintage open world uh, role playing game, and they call it uh, Science Fantasy, which is uh, you know it sounds pretty cool. You got like a jetpack that you're like roaming around on, um, and then it's like a, a post apocalyptic uh, role playing game. It's getting uh, pretty pretty decent reviews. Um, right now, it's right at low 70s on Metacritic. And uh, they're saying the story's great, uh, the soundtrack's great, that sort of thing. Um, but, like, a little, like, some gameplay issues as far as, like, unnecessarily hard in certain points or, like, a little glitchy. But, um, yeah, it sounds fun. I've never, I never heard of the first one prior to this release, so... Same Some here. Yeah, and I, I've heard the same thing as you, and I watched an entire review of it, 7 out of 10, so right on with Metacritic. And yeah, it was like, the, the biggest criticism out of this giant, open, great world, which was really cool to see, was that, you know, your enemies are a little bit static. It doesn't feel like the mm. world is really lived in, but I hear that criticism of a lot of open world games. Yeah, yeah. Just recently I heard that about that the Pokemon Ar- Arceus uh, which is yeah. one of the reasons I haven't picked that up because they said it's just like Pokemon just kind of thrown about like a really bland world. So, um, you know, I was hoping to catch that on sale, but, you know, those games never go on sale. But, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's an issue with some of these open world games. Elden Ring, packed with, yeah. uh, you know, intrigue and, and fun nice. stuff. You know, they're doing it right. All right. Uh, let's talk about another game, Far. Changing Tides. This came out March 1st for PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, XS, and the Nintendo Switch. Now, this is uh, another kind of sequel. It's more of a companion piece, I guess, to the previous game, Far Lone Sales. That's what I have here. Um, and it's uh, this beautiful game. It's like this exploration game where you, you know, you have a ship and you have to find stuff, but like, you're just on a journey. It doesn't give you any instructions about what to do. It just kind of sets you out there in this world. And there's like very brief, like kind of tips about how to do it. Um, but it looks gorgeous. It looks like one of those games that you could kind of just get lost in for a few hours and just figure out like, you know, how to 
sail around on this boat. And I guess, uh, again, like the, the story's great, the soundtrack's great. Uh, this one right now is at 80 on Metacritic. Um, so yeah, uh, this one immediately went on my list, on my, uh, on my wish list. It's only 20 bucks right now, so uh, definitely worth taking a look at if, if you're on a budget. But um, yeah, I don't know how long it is, but the story looks cool and it looks, it looks gorgeous. It looks right up my alley. What do you think of this yeah. one? Yeah, I, I thought it was a really interesting looking game, and it, certain parts of it remind me of like uh, No Man's Sky, or sorry, not No Man's Sky, uh, the pirate game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sea of Thieves. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, uh, you you have that. some obstacles, but it's like it's Sea of Thieves if you were if it were only single player and side scrolling. Yeah. Um, it it was kind of cool, like how you could dive underwater for treasure and try to bring mm-hmm. them back up to your ship. You could get upgrades on your ship to make it into a bit of a submarine. And then it's got, like, uh, puzzle parts to it. So your ship is eventually going to hit a wall, and you need to climb up onto this monstrosity and figure out how to open the gate. Yeah, yeah, it definitely had, it was really, um, it looked like it was definitely uh, uh, made with love, this game. So um, definitely worth checking out. And then last up, let's talk about Gran Turismo 7. This is a big one for a lot of people. Uh, This came out March 4th for PS4 and PS5. And this is the, um, you know, the, the the racing game of racing games. This has always been, you know, one of those games for, for, you know, PlayStation owners that have been like, you know, the racing game uh, to, to play. It's more of a, uh, a simulation game. Um, so speaking of that, they in this version, they returned the uh, GT simulation mode. It's kind of like their campaign um, that they took out for a little bit. That's back. Uh, along with they got dynamic uh, time changes, weather changes. It's over 420 cars, classic cars, supercars, all that stuff. 90 different tracks, and uh, I mean it's 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 Gran Turismo. It's getting it's right now it's at 87 on Metacritic. It's one of the the best reviewed racing games out there. I mean, how crazy is it? This if you're a racing fan this year, you get Forza Horizon and. Gran Turismo. I mean, yeah. you got to own both an Xbox and a PlayStation in order to get that, but you know, yeah, why not? And you know, the the interesting fact I heard was that Gran Turismo Six, the last like numbered entry mm-hmm. into the series, was nine years ago. And this Crazy. seems to be a bit of a trend where we're like yeah. reviving these old series. Yeah, I mean, I believe that this one has been in like the works for like nine years. I mean, I remember hearing about this for so long, and it just kept getting like. You know, for a while there's no announced date, and then some delays, and so yeah, now it is here. Um, I'm hearing that on the PlayStation Five, it's amazing. It's got ray tracing, 4K, 60 frames per second, and then it's got like uh, the adaptive triggers, like change the way it feels to drive the car, as well as the haptic feedback. Um, you know, makes you like you can feel the road as you're driving it. I really want to check it out. I'm not a huge racing fan, and I'm especially not a huge uh, sim racing guy but uh everything i'm hearing in this game makes me really want to really want to check it out yeah looks really nice i watched a video on the car customization that you can do in there and i wouldn't say that it's to the level where you might be satisfied if you're into like yeah the better of the need for speed series Mm -hmm. but it still looks like i mean you've got real cars and if you're a fan of any of those cars you're gonna probably be happy with the modifications yep yeah anybody who's into cars I'm thinking, you know, this is this is the game with the, the the variety of cars and like you said, the customizations. If you're like a motorhead or if you're into cars or racing, like definitely, I'm sure you're already 
you're already playing this if you've got a PS4 or a PS5. All right, that's it. Those are our three big releases from last week. Let's switch things up and talk about our news of the week. All right, first up, let's talk about Pokemon. So Pokemon had another announcement, another big announcement. They announced a brand new game, uh, Pokemon Violet and Scarlet, announced to come out sometime in late 2022 uh, with a really beautiful trailer. It shows uh, a huge, like, open world is what they're, they're saying. I don't know how it's going to differ from the previous games, if it's going to be actually an open world game or, or how it's going to work. Um, but that's a, a, a nice change. Um, and then they have three new starting Pokemon. There's a like a grass type kitten, a, a fire type little alligator guy, and a, a water type duck with a, a jaunty little cap. <laughs> so uh, Pokemon fans rejoice start figuring out who you're gonna pick for your uh entry into pokemon violet and scarlet what do you think about this one looks interesting i'll be honest i haven't played since like game boy advanced so i'm not really up on the newest generations of pokemon it's just seems like more of the same to me um but but like, like choosing between this and arceus right now i'm probably gonna go with arceus it seems like a cool adventure it does. Um, but, yeah, I know a million people are going to be picking up both Scarlet and Violet. Yeah, yeah, my wife gets it every every time uh, it's announced and, you know, plays them, like, multiple times. So, uh, well, I'm sure we'll definitely be getting this one. She's already trying to figure out, you know, who her starting Pokemon is going to be. Yeah. Um, like I said earlier, that Arceus game, yeah, definitely, like, I was really into, into the idea of it when uh, it was first announced and then, like, you know, I just I just wanted it to be able to, to hook me with the world. So um, it's still on, on my list. We'll see about getting that one as well. But it's a lot of Pokemon, you know. And then you got Pokemon Go. We're still playing Pokemon Snap here. My kid's super into Pokemon right now. So we got a lot of Pokemon things happening in this in this house. So um, just what's one more, you know? Keep it coming. <laughs> yep. Um, so now regarding that uh, that whole thing. So it was. Announced on Pokemon Day, annual day when, um, you know, there's things happening in the Pokemon world. It's a, a day of festivities and fun. Now, this was, it turned into more of a surprise announcement. And the um, the people over there uh, in Pokemon world uh, said, they basically said, that they under-advertise this because of the things that are happening um, surrounding the, the situation in the Ukraine. So I thought that was interesting that, that they're aware of, you know, what's going on. Um, but, yeah, they basically said, uh, they explained that it wanted to be sensitive to major world events happening at the time and those impacted. So it reduced the advertising surrounding the event uh, with the idea that in mind that fans will be able to participate in the event if they choose to rather than making it focus for the industry and potentially take away from more important news and people ask well you know why didn't you cancel it it's pokemon day they said you know yeah it had to uh yeah. this was it was in, uh, planned for a while to have this they just kind of you know dehyped yeah. it so and if anybody is uh you know mad at them for doing what they did they didn't have to do as much as they did that's more than a lot of companies would do 
So, yeah. uh, you know, kudos to them for thinking on an international level and not trying to, you know, grab the spotlight. Yeah, absolutely. And we're seeing more and more um, things related to the video game industry taking place um, that having to do with this situation in Ukraine. And let's, let's go through some of them. There's, um, you know, if, if you're, I'm sure if you're living under a rock, you know, you're, you, you may not be aware that there is a potential war happening right now between Russia and Ukraine. Russia has invaded Ukraine um, like the big giant pieces of shit that they are, you know. Um, I'm sure everybody agrees. But um, so the deputy prime minister of Ukraine has been, you know, he's been making announcements. He's been trying to get, um, you know, anything to help out the you know the people of ukraine to kind of put a strain on russia now we're seeing it all over the world in every facet of life people you know sanctioning russia whether it be governmental or just in like you know choice so like we're seeing disney sony paramount and and warner brothers have pulled relief upcoming movies from being released in in russia like stuff like that we're starting to see and it's um stretching out to the video game industry so much so that the the deputy prime minister um mikhailo fedorov he called on all game development companies and esports platforms to temporarily stop support for russia and belarus um he had a an open letter directed to um playstation and xbox and i just want to read it real fast i'm going to do i'm going to read a lot of quotes of these upcoming parts because i don't want to i don't want to get it wrong this is a sensitive subject i I don't want to get it wrong but he basically said to all game development companies and esports platforms the russian federation has carried out a deceptive and outrageous military attack on my country just imagine in 2022 cruise missiles attack residential neighborhoods kindergartens and hospitals in the heart of europe the armed forces and citizens are defending ukraine till the end the whole world is repelling the aggressor through the imposition of sanctions the enemy must suffer significant losses but we need your support in 2022, modern technology is perhaps the best answer to the tanks, multiple rocket launchers, and missiles. I'm sure you will not only hear, but also do everything to protect Ukraine, Europe, and finally, the entire democratic world from bloody authoritarian aggression. And I appeal to temporarily block all Russian and Belarusian accounts, temporarily stop the participation of Russian and Belarusian teams and gamers in all international esports events and cancel all international events holding on the territory of Russia and Belarus. We are sure that such actions will motivate the citizens of Russia to proactively stop the disgraceful military aggression. Yours sincerely, Deputy Prime Minister. Um, I just really thought this was interesting. Is this the first time we're seeing someone reach out to video game industries during a war to like kind of like put the squeeze on it it really shows how powerful video games are in the industry as far as even like in esports you know we're seeing like mm-hmm. um you know sporting events uh the f1 and stuff like that they're pulling out of um you know holding events in russia um and now esports are right in there i, I love that it's that powerful of a of a thing to you know yeah. to make the news like this yeah so so i see sort of two sides to this um you can make the argument because a lot of people are trying to really make the point right now. Uh, if you're going to hate anybody, hate Putin, hate the government, hate his cabinet, don't hate the Russian people. Yeah. And to a degree, you could probably ask, well, then why punish the people? I mean, Putin's not playing FIFA and NHL games. Uh, 
you know, your average Russian citizen might not be either. But on the other side of the coin, it's it's truly trivial whether or not these games are in there temporarily or forever. And if it sort of gets the word out there, because there is a huge misinformation campaign, propaganda campaign within Russia, selling people just a falsehood about what's going on in yeah. the Ukraine. And if, if this does some little part in getting people to look into it, figure out what's going on, then that's probably m- extremely important. Absolutely. It's 100%. It's the Russian people that, that are going to win this thing. Um, not, you know, for their side, they're going to bring back peace, you know. So this is the right idea, and we're seeing it all over, you know, just kind of, yeah, making the Russian people look past the propaganda and see what's going on, why all these things, why the rest of the world is, like, having this, um, you know, aggression towards Russia in this situation because they, they don't know. So, um, yeah, definitely really cool. We're also seeing it with, so Apple has halted the sale of products in Russia. Um, so they're hoping to, you know, do the same thing. You know they're not gonna they're gonna no longer sell uh, their products and they're they're going to stop um, certain app store uh, apps uh, from being uh, available in Russia as well. So uh, that was interesting. And then another one, um, EA is removing Russian teams from FIFA 22 and NHL 22. So another thing to hit the video game industry. And this is um, so basically the the statement from EA Sports is this. I'll just read this real fast. Uh, EA Sports stands in solidarity with the Ukrainian people and, like so many voices across the world of football, calls for peace and an end to the invasion of Ukraine. In line with our partners at FIFA and EUFA, EA Sports has initiated processes to remove the Russian national team and all Russian clubs from EA Sports FIFA products, including FIFA 22, FIFA Mobile, and FIFA Online. We're also actively evaluating related changes to other areas of our games we will keep our communities up to date on any actions taken and thank players for their patience as we work through these updates so now yeah this is in relation to them to the actual uh leagues football leagues removing russia so you know this is really just to you know keep things uh in line with with what's what's actually happening so that was interesting. And then another one, CD Projekt Red announced it will stop selling games in Russia and Belarus and um, on the uh, – all, yeah, all games distributed on the, the GOG platform. So I thought that was interesting. They said – we do believe that commercial entities, when united, have the power to inspire global change. Um, the company also said it knows – Many Russian and Belarusian individuals will have nothing to do with the war, but with this action, we wish to further galvanize the global community to speak about what is going on in the heart of Europe. Um, so, again, like you said, same kind of idea, trying to get this discussion going about why this is happening and, and what needs to change. So, yeah. pretty interesting how these you know industries you wouldn't normally expect to to um, have a say in this specifically video games are, are now like are becoming an important part of, of everyday life so yeah yeah i've heard of a, a couple of instances i can't think of any games in particular other than a game called this war of mine i've seen in the past looks a little bit like a fallout shelter style game yeah maybe a little more complex yeah the definitely. developer of that story. game yeah yeah they uh for a week and i'm not sure where the cutoff was on that but for an entire week, they were develop or uh, sorry, donating all profits from the game to uh, 
the Ukrainian, I'm not sure if it was humanitarian aid, something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think that's still going on, but I keep hearing about other instances where that's happening. Yeah, he just sent the money over, and it was a nice chunk of change. I was I was very surprised, pleasantly surprised, because also the game was marked down 70%. It was like 5 bucks, uh, and the 100% of the proceeds went to them. I don't remember exactly what the number was that he came up with, but um, it was, it, you know, it was, it was nice, so... Um, but yeah, I'm sure there's going to be more of this as, you know, things progress, uh, throughout Ukraine. So we'll keep everybody posted on, on any new, um, updates that are uh, affecting the video game industry as far as, uh, the situation in Ukraine. Um, but let's move on. Let's talk about something very exciting. The March Game Pass games were announced for the first half of March. Um, and they are as follows. Far Changing Tides. That's the one we just talked about. I didn't even realize it was going to be on there. This is amazing. Yeah. I was just talking. Yeah, I was I just that, saying how like... I was going to pick it up. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. I, I put it on my wish list on my PlayStation. Nice. Man, Game Pass is the jam. All right. That's going to be um, that's available right now, actually, on cloud, console, and PC. You've got Microsoft Flight Simulator. Available now on the cloud. Lightning Returns, Final Fantasy 13 console and PC. Um, that's out now. Kentucky Route Zero, that's cloud console and PC. Oh, I think that's like a goat simulator thing. I was like, what is this? What is it? I think so. I thought it was like a uh, like an indie sort of adventure game. I'm not sure. I, th- I looked into it a long time ago. Okay. Yeah, I, I remember seeing something like that but that's out march 10th lawn mowing simulator uh on the xbox one uh, available march 10th young souls cloud console and pc march 10th and the big one marvel's guardians of the galaxy cloud console and pc march 10th that's huge dude this game yeah. just came out re- not too long ago oh yeah uh, that's the one i'm most excited about there Definitely. i'm excited for you to that. play it i i i mean since like Sifu came out, and then now Elden Ring, like, I forgot completely all about it, and I would love to get back into it, because I was just starting to, like, really get into the story and, and the, the the gameplay. So, yeah, I'm excited to hear what you think about it, because uh, it's definitely a fun game. Uh, any of those other ones you excited to check out? I would have been excited for Lawn Mowing Simulator if it weren't Xbox only. In fact, mm-hmm. I, I thought that they actually had it on there already for PC as well. It may have taken it off. They so did. They announced it once before and then took it off and now re-announced it, but now it's just Xbox One. So I don't know if that's mm. if it's out on other platforms or what. But, um, yeah, I watched a trailer for that because I'm like, I need to know what the <laughs> hell this is. Like, And it was like, dude, it was like the Gran Turismo of lawn mowing. They oh, had yeah. all the brands. You get your John Deere. You get your uh, Husqvarna. Husqvarna. Yep. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm super psyched that I could check out this far changing tides without, uh, uh, spending an extra dime. So that's very cool. Uh, and then I'll have to look into what young souls and, um, Kentucky route zero are flight simulator. I always thought was cool, but I'm really, 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 really bad at flying things up is down left is right. Who knows? Yeah. I, I have questions about how well that works on the cloud anyway. Yeah, it's true. That's true. That is a very, um, it's a powerful 
game. You need you need a lot of yeah. uh, stuff for that one. All right, yeah. So we'll get. That's just the first half of the game pass. Another announcement later. Um, later this month. All right. Next up, Epic Games is acquiring Bandcamp. Now, what's Bandcamp? You say uh, it's a streaming uh, audio music uh, type situation. For a lot of indie artists, put their stuff up there. It's a really cool platform. I don't use it that often. I've used it before for some of the more indie artists that I follow. They put their stuff up there. Um, and, uh, yeah, I like it. Epic yeah. bought the damn thing. Yeah, it's supposed to be sort of more indie-friendly and gives the artists a larger percentage of uh, the music streaming mm-hmm. revenue. Yeah. And uh, that's sort of right on line with what Epic has been working toward in the gaming industry with their big lawsuit against like apple and google play store yes that's exactly it that was uh you know that's it's right in line with them i think um they're going to do great so now what they're going to do is they're going to get Bandcamp avail you know a, a much larger market um from you know from what they have now when they you know put them on these epic um you know whatever systems that they have in, in place um but yeah so let's see in a, uh, a blog post from Epic, they said uh, an important role in Epic's vision to build out a creator marketplace ecosystem for content, technology, games, art, music, and more. Um, they emphasize that the core deal for artists won't change in the near future. Uh, the products and services you depend on aren't going anywhere. We'll continue to build Bandcamp around our artists' first revenue model. You still have the same control over how you offer your music Bandcamp Fridays will continue as planned and the daily will keep highlighting the diverse amazing music on the site Um, but they said they will work together behind the scenes to push development uh, of merchandising and payment options mobile apps live streaming among other features so this is a win-win for you know the the users of Bandcamp and the artists that are putting their stuff up there so epic you know they're doing it, man. They're making so much money and not being, like, super greedy about it, you know? Yeah. It's great to and see. It's going to be interesting if the gaming industry has a big win out of this because this could potentially make uh, video game music licensing way more just in the favor of the gaming industry and the artists. Yeah. Where, as in the past, we know so many classic games that have been remastered, they have to cut out half the soundtrack, and it kind That's of sucks. True. It does suck. Yeah. Very true. So yeah, this is a this is a, a big um, a big win for for Epic. It's a great a great acquisition. I was uh, happy to see that. Um, all right, another acquisition, Netflix. They uh, Netflix gaming, it's still a thing. Believe it or not, um, I don't know if you've uh, you know you, you have played any of the the offerings from Netflix. I know we've I've talked about it here it a couple of times. Yeah, so. Um, so they just bought Next Games. Now this is a, a, a studio out of Finland, and they've been around since 2013. They've created Stranger Things, Puzzle Tales, two Walking Dead mobile games, and they were just bought by Netflix for 72 million dollars. All you got to do is make a Stranger Things uh, game and a Walking Dead mobile game. Yeah. I don't. I was. I couldn't believe 72 million dollars. Now I did read so revenue from the games that they announced is close to thirty million. So I was like, okay, 
I don't know what these games are. I underestimate the mobile game landscape, obviously. But yeah, they're they're making money over there. Yeah, yeah. So um, they're gonna you know focus on on creating some of these games for the Netflix uh, game studio. Same with the uh, who did they just buy? The people that made Oxen Free. So now they've got two studios uh, to make games uh, available for Netflix gaming. Um, one thing I thought was interesting about Next Games is I read that uh, AMC, the t- the channel, the TV channel, is a major shareholder with uh, Next mm. Games, which is why they had the the Walking Dead games on there. So I was like, that's cool. I, I don't know any other AMC. Better Call Saul, you could have a Better Call Saul oh, yeah. TV show, or I mean, video oh, game. Oh, just a Breaking Bad in general. Yeah, so that'd exactly. be kind of cool. That would be cool. You got to make a uh, meth perfect. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, or yeah, like why don't they just have like a sweet like sim yeah. meth game like you know like well, you know uh, you just got like a like a cooking <laughs> like a cooking simulator, oh, yeah. but for meth. That'd be you kind know. of fun. Yeah. Uh, get, well, now I'm thinking about. It. I think like isn't El Camino? Is that a Netflix original movie that was like the movie for? Yes, you're right. It's so all maybe a, there's some tie-in. Yeah, it's a perfect circle. Perfect. Um, that's it. That is our news. What else you got to add? You got anything exciting to add um, to this? I just got the text, and we are banned in Russia. Oh shit, Putin, Putin, Putin. <laughs> oh, Putin, Putin. Yeah. Well, it sucks. But let's talk about a brand new content creator of the week. This week, we're featuring ErrorBot. Now, not only does this guy have a, a great handle, ErrorBot, I love it. Um, he loves biryani. I love biryani. He's a graphic designer, and he makes the dopest thumbnails for all of his videos. Um, but yeah, he plays Overwatch. This, I mean, like, this is, you know, this guy's right up my alley here. Just, he's like a Bangladeshi version of me. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, he doesn't quite have the beard, but he's getting there. He's got a, yeah, a little work, a little work, but uh, you know, um, got yeah, a similar complexion. Uh huh. Yep. I see him playing Apex, playing Valorant, playing Phasmophobia, so he's really starting to branch out a little more, uh, using face cam and everything. So it's a really interesting watch. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's got a a, a Twitch. You could go check him out there. Um, but yeah, he's uh, he's doing it. Go go uh, leave him a comment. Tell him that Gaming News Weekly, E Rock the Red, is a big fan. Um, and uh, you know, let's go get some uh, let's go get some biryani. Um, but yeah, definitely go follow his channel, comment, like all his things. Thanks for doing what you do, Arabot. Keep churning out the sweet content. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, that's it for us. Nothing else, right? Not that I know of. I don't got anything. Uh, Make sure to leave a a comment. We're going to do another uh, spin the wheel uh, pip drawing next week. I decided it. We're due. I want to see that big wheel out again. It's my favorite part of you. Your big wheel. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that is it. Um, My name is Erak the Red. This guy is full clip. Go check him out on Twitch. 
full clip underscore FL. You can watch him try to shoot down spy planes for 40 hours yeah. straight and oh, yeah. only get one. Yep. That's uh, it's good. T- it's That's good TV, grind. guys. It's good TV. Um, you could go check out my YouTube, Pop Culture Playground. Uh, that's where I post a lot of other things, including my uh, my first Epps podcast where we talk about new TV shows. And, um, yeah, listen to this show on in podcast form if you want us on the go, you know, while you're driving, while you're jogging on the elliptical, you know, all those things. Doing a Peloton. You could have us on the go in your ear holes anywhere you get podcasts. And um, I feel like I'm forgetting something. Anything? Don't think so. Not All this right. Week. Next week we will have something. Absolutely, we'll forget something. All right. Thank you so much for checking this out. We will be back next week with more sweet gaming news. Thanks for watching. Bye bye.